Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Gaming Goons Podcast. This is, wow, this is episode 14 already. I am Luke May, joined once again by... I am Joey. And Josh, unfortunately, is under the weather today. He will not be joining us, but he will be back for our next recording session. So, Josh, feel better, and uh, we'll see you next episode, man. But for today, uh, we're talking about something that me and Joey have been getting into a little bit over the past month. And this stemmed from Joey deciding to read, which is something that we didn't think gamers did. Pretty crazy, right? Um, so Joey, he came to me one day. He was like, hey, if I got into Warhammer, would you get into it with me? And I'm like, sure, yeah, why not? So he got this book. Was it Audible or was it an ebook or was it? Uh, I got the physical copy of okay. a book called Warhammer 40K Indominus, yes. which it it's a book, but I had the audiobook as well, so I yeah. read it kind of hand in hand. It's mm -hmm. about it's the ninth edition installment, okay. Which the tenth edition just came out, and I'm all learning Warhammer right now myself. So it's a book about the Space Marines and the Necrons, which is a which are two factions actually. And, yeah, so um, pretty neat. Yeah, basically Warhammer is, from what I've gathered, the one game that I've played, which is going to be kind of the centerpiece for today, is Warhammer Gladius: Relic of War. Uh, it's in the 40k genre. There's multiple facets of Warhammer, isn't there? There's Warhammer 40k. There's Warhammer Vermintide. There's yeah. There's um. Well, I know there's Warhammer 40k, and then there's Warhammer Age of Sigmar, which I believe takes place like 40,000 years ago from 40k. Okay. So I think Warhammer Vermintide. I don't know. I don't know what that. Is. I think is that a game that there's came like out two recently? Games in that sub franchise. I think it must be. I don't know if it's around the Age of Sigmar time or if it's around the 40k era, but usually when you look at the models or or even the people in the game, if they're holding like bolters or rifles or anything like mm -hmm. that, 40k, 100% every time. There you go. So, so, yeah, Warhammer 40k is what we've been diving into. So if you're a Warhammer fan of another genre or facet of Warhammer, uh, shoot us a message and maybe we'll kind of dip and explore into that a little bit. But there's been oh geez, there's probably over twenty installations in the Warhammer franchise oh, just in the past ten years, right? Way more. There's, there's way so more than games. we even know about that I know about. There's books, there's shows, there's movies, there's audiobooks, yeah. there's millions and millions of games out there. Yeah, it's like a... <laughs> tons and tons of games. Mm -hmm. and then you have all the tabletop stuff. Well, yeah, and that's the I I enjoy a nice little tabletop session. Uh, I've never really played many of the big games. You know, I did a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh growing up. I've played Magic: The Gathering a few times. Shout out to Joe. Yeah. Um, but I've never really done anything serious like Warhammer. I played a couple sessions of D and D here and there. But the most complex thing I've done is like Betrayal in the House of the Hill. Yeah, Betrayal is fun. We had a good time playing Betrayal. Yes, we have. It's it's a lot of fun. There's like 90 different haunts that you can get. Man, that we we gotta play that again sometime. It'll be a, it'll be a fun time. We'll get to it eventually. But uh, I got the, Settlers of Catan for Christmas. That was fun. Huh? Uh, have you ever played that? No, I haven't. Oh, dude, it's it's beautiful. It's wonderful. We'll have to play it sometime. Yeah. Uh, anywho, back to Warhammer. <laughs> yeah. Like... Um, so we were Joey was reading this book, and I I've gotten my news feed on my phone to algorithmically send me notifications through articles that tell me whenever a game is free on Steam, effectively. And I got a notification, and it was like, there's a Warhammer 40K game that is free on Steam for the next week if you grab it. And I was like, hey, Joey, uh, you know that thing you wanted us to get into? There's an opportunity to get in with zero cost. Why don't we try that? Yeah. So I think it's gone pretty well for us. We've played, oh, geez, us two combined have played how many Probably hours, just I think? Under, combined just under 50 hours, I think. That I was looking at the stats right. the other day. I think I've played around... 
at least in the past two weeks, around 30, and you played 15. Saying, well, I'm, I'm to, like 15 to start, to 20 range, the game is yeah. called Warhammer 40K Gladius Relics of, Relics War. of War. The retail yeah. price is $40. We picked it up for free. Yeah. It wasn't. It was a free-to-play weekend, but it was also free to keep. So even yeah. if you got it while it's free, you get you get to keep it. So that's excluding the DLCs. No DLCs. Yeah, no DLCs. And which much, is okay. How much are those? Because you said you were um, talking about buying an extra faction. Yeah, so there's small packs. You can buy factions, different mm -hmm. different buildings, um, okay. different units for each faction. Expansion like if you packs get one, sorts, yeah. they're just expansion packs mm -hmm. for the game. And I, I don't know how many there are total. I know there's four other factions you can play as. I don't remember all of them off the top of my head. But the original yeah. factions are the Space Marines, my favorite, which are I don't remember what faction of the Space Marines they are, but it's like I, oh, oh my gosh, someone all the Warhammer fans are gonna kill me right now. <laughs> No, it's good. Well, we're anyway, noobs. We're noobs of the Warhammer. Yeah, yeah. Man. I, if so I can remember what it be, is, I'll <laughs> there's say There's going to be a little bit of a disconnect in terms of us knowing the, the jargon and the terminology. But right. from my understanding, the four main factions are the Necrons, which are basically... How would you describe the Necrons? They're actually an ancient, ancient species that used to rule the whole entire galaxy. But now they have just come back up from their tombs. And they're trying to retake the galaxy again. Yeah, they're so, basically um, they're green figurines. They shoot gauze rifles, plasma weaponry, mm -hmm. um, long to medium range. Close range, they're pretty cool as well. Their destroyer units are neat. Yeah. Before we get um, into the other factions, we should probably yeah. cover a little bit of what the gameplay is. Like yeah, we're, so, we're so excited so, about this game, honestly. Yeah, it's it's such a fun time. And, and it's weird because usually I don't enjoy turn-based games, let alone city builders. Me, me as well. Uh, but... This has kind of been, it's been a new experience for me because I'm so, you know, stuck in a filter bubble of, you know, first person shooters, yeah. Rocket League and, you know, games here and there that I play and just keep coming back to. So it's been a refreshing change of pace. Uh, basically, you start out, you get two to three troops, troop units to start the game. And there are tiles. So if you think of tiles, think of it like a chessboard. Uh, different pieces have different movement abilities and you can move a certain number of tiles per turn. And once you do that, each unit has an activity that you can do. So you can attack, you can stay, you can uh, wait to heal, you can heal other troops, depending on what abilities your guys have. And then from there, you also build a either one city, if you're the Space Marines, or depending on what faction you pick, you're going to have multiple cities. Right. So my personal favorite is the Space Marines, because I, I like having one city. I can you know streamline my production in that city you know unlock things research things and i have kind of a i have kind of a track i move through yeah when when discovering you know what the map looks like yeah it plays as a turn-based game and hexagonal style like civilization would yes but it the physical like you can't you can't win through politics you can't win through research directly you may become stronger because of research but you don't win because of it there's but no, there's no nuclear launches either there's no negotiation oh yeah it's 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 all, it's all war it's focused yes. on killing each other and winning if yeah, you die, you're done. Yes, but if your city gets destroyed and you have no other cities, you are out of the game. Yeah, you're and done. And you can play up to, is it eight? Eight people? Yeah, more. Eight teams? More. I think more? there's more. Yeah. It depends on the map size. I yes. Think. So if you want to run like a small map, I think the max is six. Actually, I think eight Eight might be the max. Eight might be the max? Maybe. I don't okay. know for sure. We'll have to find out, actually. Yeah. That'd be interesting. We'll have to push it to the limits. Usually what we do, you know, because we're still relatively new, is we've been playing, you know, me and Joey are on one team and we'll have two opposing factions on another team and we have to take out the two faction cities in order to win the game yeah what are we one for four right now on wins something like that <laughs> have you ever played command and conquer or starcraft i have not so those are 
they call it real time strategy games. Yeah. So it's an RTS clicker. It's like you it, exactly like how Warhammer is, mm-hmm. except it's not turn based. So you get troops. You, oh. it, you it takes a certain amount of time to build a troop, but there you can move them on demand. Like it's real time. It continuously yeah. goes. So it's kind of so, like it's kind of like FTL if you didn't have a pause button. Uh, yeah, it, it's just ongoing. I mean, you okay. could pause it if you were solo, but mm-hmm. anyway, that's kind of, that's how it plays. It's kind of, okay. it, it has, it has the movement and turn-based style of civilization with research. And then on the yes. other hand, it's kind of yeah. like Command and Conquer or StarCraft where you can move mm-hmm. your troops all around all over the place. So, okay, back to the game. Yes. So, let, let's, let's lay out the factions here a little bit. Yeah, let's do it. So we just, so we started the with the Space, space Marines, Marines and yeah. the Necrons. Now, those same Space Marines, I don't know the faction off the top of my head, and the Necrons are in the book Indominus that I've been reading. Okay. So just playing as those two factions alone will give you a little bit of background of the book I'm reading. Yeah. So that that's kind of where those come from. Then okay. the other two factions are the Orcs and Astra Militarum, which I believe used to be called the Imperium for some old school Warhammers. Well, old school Warhammer guys that are out there. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't want I don't want to step on anybody's toes with, oh with nostalgia yeah, or anything. Veterans. So the orcs are orcs obviously. They're like goblins yes. that run around. You get a few infantry units at the beginning. They're called grots. Um really good melee units. They run around and can pretty much kill any neutral species around the area unless they're yeah. armored. Um but the cool thing about the orcs in the lore sense is that mm-hmm. anything they think of becomes true. Well, wait a minute. Hang on. Yeah. So Anything? Let, yeah. So if they think something's painted yellow, it's faster. Or if it's red, it's stronger. You know, they, they say stronger, oh. the bangas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they have the, the orcs have an accent you kind of pick up mm-hmm. on. They skip out. Anyway, they skip out on stuff. So they're kind of We're goofy. getting into some of the fine details. It, it's very neat. But one of my friends told me the story where they thought a space marine still had ammo in his gun. And then he actually ran out, but he kept saying, bang, bang, bang. And the orcs kept dying because they thought oh, that there was ammo still wow. in the gun. So there was one space room just lighting up people. They thought he was invincible because that's what they thought. That is incredible. Yeah. So all you have to do is trick the orcs and you're good. Yes, theoretically. That's, ooh, there's yeah. some cool chess moves that, you can Yeah, they're, they're kind of smart too. Oh, their war man. bosses are really strong. Yeah. So, but, and uh, then, um, yeah. what, what, what do you think about the orcs? What do you think about? I, I think the orcs do? are definitely different. Um, they're more on the naturalistic side, I guess, because, you know, there's orc fungus that helps your troops recover, and that's spread out and dispersed throughout the entire map, whereas, like, the space marines, they don't have any, like, geographical advantages. It's kind of like, they're, they're kind of like, space marines are more industrial, the Necron, I, I guess they're kind of all like the four nations from like Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. You have uh, Space Marines would be like the Fire Nation. They're really industrial. Uh, the Necrons, I would view them as like the Earth Kingdom. They've been around for a super long time. And then their establishments and their, their cities and all those bases kind of evolve very easily. The Orcs are kind of like the Air Nomads in the sense that like they keep moving. They're very nature-based. I mean, they're obviously a lot more bloodthirsty, but yeah. besides the point. And then you have the uh, Astra Militarum. I don't know if they fit with the Water Tribe, but that's the last slot, so I'm going to go ahead and assign them the Water Tribe. Yeah. <laughs> the Astra Militarum is very interesting just for the fact that they're, they can outnumber like any army just mm-hmm. on bodies alone. Like Their mission is to throw as many bodies at the enemy as they can just through sheer people. Oh, so they're like, like Russia in World War One. <laughs> Essentially. 
but they're 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 really strong in numbers and the orcs are yeah, too okay. the orcs are there's a lot more different types of units but the mm -hmm. guardsmen you start out with they're terrible units by themselves they are i've i started a play through as the instrumental militarum and i i my guys got toasted so quickly i yeah. was like this is not good it's like one squad of space marines can demolish pretty much anything and even the necrons can too to some extent but they mm -hmm. kind of have they're like hit and run guerrilla warfare yeah but the Astra Militar, I'm like, you have to have different units of enemies or units of support to be able to support the yes. Guardsmen or other units you have. Of the four factions, because you've played all four of them, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I played all four. Of the four, which is your favorite? Hmm. I like them all. I think the Orcs are really fun just because you can get aerial units so quickly. Mm, yeah. um they're they're obviously kind of buns, though. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like they're the aerial units are at least. But um, well, I would like to play as the necrons more the necrons have really really cool infantry and cool siege weaponry you can recover the uh health on command with the necrons yeah depending yeah, on the that's unit. right and that's that's a really nice necrodermis feature. something i don't remember what they call it yada 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 yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're still getting the into technicalities it. and that's that's another really interesting thing is there's so much like world building done around this game that we're getting everything that we're learning from there's an index that tells you like info sessions about every single thing that you learn in the game on every faction everything in that index is probably like i don't know what would you say less than less than five percent of everything in warhammer <laughs> it, it scratches the surface of the game yeah, they tried to barely make uh, into it right yeah there's so much to learn but they tried to make this game similar to how the tabletop game plays okay so i think i think that's why it's turn-based in the first place it, and because if it wasn't they'd probably just go straight rts route yeah that makes sense if you play Warhammer tabletop, you're gonna have to roll for probability, kind of like yeah. how you do in D and D. Several times, yeah. Roll a D twenty or a D ten, which is just for anyone who doesn't know what a D twenty or a D ten is, it's a die with ten faces or twenty faces on it. Yeah, Warhammer is it's really interesting in that sense. The only one I've the only other game I've played that's like turn based the way Warhammer is is Fire Emblem Three Houses. That's the only one I've completed. I've played like ten minutes of Civ Six, but. That wasn't. Yeah, that didn't I, last long for me. I played a. It, it was a Civilization game, but it was called yeah. Civilization Revolution. It was on Xbox. Okay. It, everyone called it Civ Rev. So that was mm -hmm. the first Civ game I played. And then I played five a little bit, and I think they have a space game for Civilization. Dude. I didn't pick it up, but it kind of reminds me of Warhammer. But no, uh, I would like to try Fire Emblem. I know you mentioned it's, that a few times. I'd like to Three try that. Houses is one of the better games on the Nintendo Switch. I truly believe that. And oh, it's on Switch. Yeah. Oh. So you you buy a Fire Emblem Three Houses, and it's actually got diverging pathways. So when you get to Garrick Mach, which is the monastery that you're a teacher at, you have three houses to choose from. Ooh, I'm not even going to bring them up because I don't know their <laughs> names, and I don't want Fire Emblem fans to get mad at me. But the one that I picked was the Golden Deer. And that was a lot of fun because you get to establish different relationships with all of your companions and all your students. That's cool. And eventually, I mean, you have, you even get to pick which one you want to marry if you want. Yeah. You're welcome to do that <laughs> for, for you lovers out there. Um, <laughs> but that's that's Fire Emblem. So there's a bit more non-warfare side and it's a bit more story building hmm. from that account. You know, there's it's like an open world and then you have combat intermittently spaced out. Whereas Warhammer just takes the combat bit. And that's it. Aggressively that's the takes the combat oh my gosh, bit, yes. for sure. Like the whole entire match yeah, is either it's... defending, you're on the offensive, or you're waiting for mm -hmm. troops to recover to re-engage. Yeah, there's you know, and that's the thing. There's like no, there's not a story mode. 
Uh, for... There isn't a story mode. There's no campaign, but in each match, whatever faction you play, you can choose to enable or disable their quest Quests. line. Yeah. So, which can either positively affect you or negatively, because some troops may spawn around you, you have to kill them, but that's mm -hmm. that's pretty much it. I remember yeah. the Space Marine faction name. It's, what is it? It's Adeptus Astartus, I, I believe. Adeptus Astartus. So, that's okay. like the basic space brain faction they are very heavily rooted to their codex which is like yeah. their rule of law and how to okay. be a space marine so they're very they take a lot of inspiration from there and they meditate and like prey on the codex oh like they're like wow. they're not radical for it but they strictly they strictly follow that codex so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah oh geez it's getting a little nerdy here sorry everybody yeah, just no. stick with us but, but we um, have so space marines i mean i space marines i kind of just think of the spartans from halo every time i that, see the space that's marines. a good comparison that's a, yeah i seem like that's a solid and then orcs obviously you can just think of orcs from lord of the rings yeah uh, or that's, uh, clash that's, of clans the, or, the yes. goblins and clash of go. clans looked like the grots really Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of more comparisons for the for the other two. What about Astra Militarum? Uh, I would just say basic infantry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'd say basic infantry units. I mean, uh, with laser rifles, maybe yeah. along the lines of um, uh, I can't even think of what it's called. But anyway, basic infantry with laser weaponry. They yeah. call them las guns. Las which is guns. Kind of funny. Yeah, because that's the each of them have their own particular unit of weaponry, right? Yeah. Because yeah. the Space Marines have bolts. They have bolters. Right? Yeah. Bolters. bolters the Necrons have melt what? Meltas. Necrons, uh, what do they have? I don't know what it's called. Some some gauze weaponry. Yeah, and then the Necrons. I would liken the Necrons to probably like the Geth from Mass Effect. If anyone yeah. ever played that, yeah, that's a good comparison. Uh, yeah, kind of like a big hive-minded type deal. Well, Not I wouldn't hive say hive-minded no? as much. So I would say the hive-minded species for the Warhammer world is the Tyranids, Tyranids and they're kind of okay. like they're like crab people crab, crab champions <laughs> basically they, i don't know what they're called they're 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 actually so hive-minded that the basic infantry units in the game will if they go off on their own they'll turn into a neutral faction oh they'll attack anybody if they're far away from their hive or if they're far or if they're if they're close to a creature that has synapse apparently like that's okay. a hive mind thing too so if they follow like a hero around they'll be okay so they oh. can only go like packs and herds and stuff. So there's a proximity detail with yeah. that faction. Is yeah. that available in Gladius of the War? Yes. Oh. Yeah. There's four other factions. One oh, of them no. is the Tyranids. I don't remember the other three off the top of my head. I think uh, Chaos Marines maybe. Spending more money. Well, wait for the summer sale. That's what I might do. That's you might be able point. to get the whole pack for like 15 bucks. You. So I was just going to wait. Genius. And I really wanted to learn the game first yeah. and then maybe invest and try mods out. Um, you were a complete genius there, Joey. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that idea. So Four we we are really enjoying Warhammer Gladius right now. Yeah, and, and there's a cool. lot there's a lot of details. I kind of wanted to move on to another topic. What are you hitting up? I want to talk about Bethesda's new game <sighs> that's coming out soon, and it's called Starfield. It should be coming out September 6th. That we my know birthday. So yep. My 22nd birthday, Bethesda will release the game, hopefully, of the decade. From what I've seen, this game looks incredible. It looks like if No Man's Sky had a baby with Fallout and Skyrim. Yeah, I would say that's a good way of putting it. And it's there's there's so much to do. You can customize ships, plural, meaning you get multiple ships. There's different ships for different situations. Hmm. When you're on planets, you have different equipment with you. You can bring different companions. There are over a thousand different planets in the war, in the galaxy for you to explore. Everything's procedurally generated, which 
for anyone who doesn't know what procedural generation means, that's basically randomly generated terrain and uh, encounters for so most of the worlds. Each it is strictly single player, correct? To my knowledge, okay. yes. Good, good job, Bethesda. Thank you for that. It, it's a long <laughs> time. I mean, after Fallout seventy six, <laughs> I think everyone needs a breath of fresh air from yeah. Bethesda. Uh huh. So I don't even know what I was saying. I'm just so happy they're doing a single single player. player. Keep keep going. Keep going. No, yeah, it's completely single player, which I don't know. I don't know necessarily how I feel about that. I know Bethesda's big on just having single player experiences, but you have something this big and you don't have to have like PVP co-op would be yeah. really cool in this instance. And maybe they'll add that in another patch or update or something. But yeah. for or now, even, uh... I think it'll be very, it'll be very nice to have a completely single player experience for a little bit because for the sure. only person that gives us that anymore is Nintendo. That's true. I would like to see maybe some type of, "Quote unquote citadel, just or like a hub or a meeting spot mm -hmm. for people to come together, and then then have your single player experience. So you have like this community, this marketplace, the yeah. you can buy and sell goods, trade stuff. That'd be cool in a space game. Would you think it would be more like the um, oh, what's the what's the place in Destiny called where all the heroes oh, can gather? <sighs> Basically, you can go I'm out on sure. missions in Destiny, much. and and you can play co op in Destiny. But if you took that element out and just had a hub world for socialization, I think that would be really cool. Yeah." Maybe have some mini games, but I also would hmm. not want to have half effort put into that function of the game. That's true. I'd rather in. them focus on as much as single player experience as possible. I yeah, I'm a huge proponent. If anyone hasn't figured it out yet, of having your game complete upon launch. I cannot stand buying a game and not having it be finished. Yeah, that's I don't. A... I, it's like why? Why am I spending sixty or seventy dollars now to buy a game that needs fifteen bug fixes before I can actually play it right. legitimately? So yeah. by the time they fix it, if they ever fix it, I'm already gone. Yeah, like I'm already refund. The game's refunded, or yep. the game's sitting on a shelf. I mean, not collecting dust inside my computer because it's yeah. digitally downloaded, but I'm not going to play it. <laughs> it's just going to be another yeah. One of the games out of the hundreds, whatever games in the library these days. So yeah. that, that's a huge topic. I mean, you can make a whole 20 episodes of a podcast about how AAA games kind of suck yeah, these man. days. That's the thing is I played, I'm going to get crucified for this, but I've played like three hours of, of uh, Tears of the Kingdom so far. Yeah. I'm getting there, people, okay? <laughs> um, but I've only played a little bit, but I've been very impressed with how complete of a game it is from the very beginning. Because yeah. I bought it, I think, three days after it came out. It was really easy to, you know, start and move into. I've been sidetracked playing Rocket League's new season and playing some more Hammer, so I haven't yeah. gotten to the rest of the story, but I've really enjoyed it so far. Well, that's good. The, the only thing I've noticed about that so far is the frame rate. Yeah. For, I don't know, for the Switch, I guess that's something you can kind of expect, especially after the uh, Pokemon Violet, I believe. Violet? Just I think, came yes. Out. Violet Scarlet. Not great frame rate in there and i don't think they ever intend on patching the game i don't think it's necessarily all. a game patch problem i think it's a hardware limitation yeah that definitely definitely that but yeah. i mean in, in the pokemon game you could see people lagging across the map and it's like why are you even rending their <laughs> why are you rendering these people in if you yeah. can't see them just wait till you get closer like well, it's it's the same problem that the zombies developers of black ops 2 ran into when they made transit it exceeded the limitations of the hardware hmm. so you had to add the bus that way you had oh, to travel through the smoke right. it like locally loaded each load map, different sections of the map and because it couldn't be one big thing yeah nowadays if they remade transit it'd be the best zombies map in the history of call of duty but yeah besides the point yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> limitations on hardware is a big thing and that brings me back to starfield 
because I don't know if you saw this, but the one thing that I've seen people kind of frustrated about is on Xbox Series X, it is going to be limited to 30 frames per second. Really? Yes. Starfield? Mm -hmm. Oh, no. (laughs) No, 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 no. Why do they do that? I I you know I'm not a game developer so I don't know the Nobody exact logistics oh, but no. I would assume that cuz I don't know how much of the gameplay you watched but it looks so smooth and so yeah, clean it right. looks gorgeous and if you have just an Xbox Series X which is funnily just I know I know I know it's weird to say that but if you have an Xbox Series X you know there are limitations and if you have to load enough of it even with the upgrade to SSD instead of HDD mm-hmm. Um, SSD and HDD are the two different versions of storage you can put on a PC or a console of, of different sorts. HDD is the older version where it reads off a disk, and SSD is... Can you, can you break down SSD? Cause it's I just really... solid-state technology. It's like a flash card or... or Not a flash card. Well, I guess if you call it that. or What yeah. do they call them? I don't even know what flash they call drive? them. Yeah, flash drive. Or the memory on your phone. It's just like automatically recalls data through... Yeah, there's no, there's no reading the background. that has to be done, so it's a lot faster and cleaner. Yeah. Yeah, it's like so you Star literally Fields... have to wait for the disc to rotate mm-hmm. another revolution on hard drive. So, <laughs> just saying, yeah. but there oh, it can yeah, like that... immediately recall the data forever it's stored in its in its solid state system. Can so... we take a second to just acknowledge how spoiled we are with technology? Well, yeah, spoiled, <laughs> but not not spoiled enough for Starfield to be 60 <laughs> FPS on the Xbox Series X. I mean, can you it's... play it on PC at a higher FPS? Did they? To say? my understanding, okay. yes. Yeah. It's gonna so, be so choppy. Every game is really choppy yeah, right now I mean, with FPS. Really, how's Diablo been? You just got it's been Diablo it's been smooth. It's ago. been smooth. Yeah. But I was thinking about the new Star Wars game that came out recently that also oh, has been uh, struggling with FPS. Jedi Survivor. Yeah, yeah, Jedi Survivor. Gotcha. Yeah, I heard there were some problems on PC in particular for that one. Yeah, um, that's what I heard as well. It wasn't necessarily a console issue. It was more of a PC issue, and that might be performance because there's so many variables when you build a PC. Right. Whereas there's consistency with a console, which is kind of a there's an up and down when you you know make a game. You have a dev kit for the console. You have these parameters. Every system's the same. PC, it's like well, let's make ninety thousand settings and we True. can we can modify them how we need. True. That's what makes it tough for PC guys though, because everyone has their own build. Whereas yep. PlayStation, Xbox, either works or doesn't work. Yep. For the most part. So yeah. Do you think Starfield's gonna flop? If it is as good as how it looks to me right now, it's going to be one of the best-selling games Bethesda's put out. And that's kind of a hard bar to clear, considering Skyrim is one of their... <laughs> they have Skyrim, Oblivia, Oblivion. What's uh, Elder Scrolls Three called? Morrowind? Oh, I don't know. I, I didn't yeah. play those, actually. Three is Morrowind, four is Oblivion, and five is Skyrim, I think. But they have some killer titles that have sold so many copies, and I think Starfield could... It could pass them all. If it's as good as it looks right now. I think you're right. I think so. the game has a lot of potential, but just hearing the fact that it's only going to be 30 FPS on a on a next-gen, next-gen console, or yeah. whatever you call now a current-gen, mm-hmm. I'm not even sure. I, that, that's sad. It's a little sad. It's understandable, but yeah. a lot of people are going to be missing a lot of experience. Yeah, but, I mean, the, the thing that it boils down to is there's people that care about you know smoothness and performance, and then there's people that care about other things like i don't care necessarily about getting 120 frames per second but i do still feel like 30 is really low it is yeah i know what you mean though i mean i played fallout 76 <laughs> it was yeah, really buggy so because i know what is it super mario 64 on the 3d all-stars collection on switch was still running at 30 frames i think i feel like and nintendo then... has a way of making it pretty smooth though 
Yes, and that's something Nintendo's done very well, and it's actually really impressive. But eh, that's Nintendo for you. They yeah. figure out ways. Because I think the only console war remaining is really like Nintendo versus the world. Basically. Because everybody else is like, yeah, let's band together, cross-play. And Nintendo's like, no, they're our IPs. We're not giving them to anybody else. Yeah, basically. So... Oh boy. Well, I I hope it doesn't flop. I'm excited for it. I you know I'm, I I kind of stay away from newer games now because they're yeah. super expensive. I mm-hmm. I caved on Diablo, guys. Magi, I... <laughs> if you're listening to this right now, you got me into the game, and thank Dude, you for that. It's been really fun. We were in Discord the other night, and they were just they were just hammering at Joey. They're I know. Like, I know. Get, you should get Diablo. You should get Diablo. I'm like I'm like I know yeah. that they're smart enough to not try and get me to do that because I do not spend money on new it's games. Seventy dollars. <laughs> But I guess hey, we'll kind of jump into to Diablo then. I don't know. Yeah, go for I, it. I don't know if you've seen any gameplay or I've seen or about anything. five minutes of your stream. That's about it. So this is my first time playing playing any Diablo game, and I I think they kind of built the game in a way to not just please the older crowd or the veterans, I would say, that there have played go. Diablo before, but they're also trying to appease it to a newer generation to get more people onto Diablo, and I yeah. think they did a great job so far. So I believe in the beginning of the game, you're kind of doing the storyline mm-hmm. when you're level 1 through 50. Then after you hit 50, it's kind of like endgame territory. And this is all still new for me. I've only okay. played yeah. for a couple hours or so. One notable issue I've had so far, which uh, apparently is confirmed on Reddit, that some people that are streaming the game right now on OBS or Streamlabs, mm-hmm. Streamlabs has a tendency to drop the stream and crash. We figured that out the so other night. I figured I was... it out twice. It took me two times to really figure it out. At first, yeah. I thought it was some type of hardware or software glitch or some mm-hmm. type of update it to have or even my new driver update I had to do for NVIDIA. Okay. I thought that was it at first, but anyway, that that's a known issue. But other than that, the game itself runs really smooth, actually. It's a really enjoyable yeah. experience. Well, I'd hope so. You paid 70 bucks for it. Right, right. <laughs> so there is a lot of content out there. Like I said, I've only only played it for a certain amount of time, but um, I'm currently playing as a barbarian, and Whirlwind is my favorite ability so far. It's kind of okay. like a, um, what do you call it? Crowd control move okay. that you spin around your sword 360 mm. degrees over and over and over and over and over and over again, so you just can just destroy heads. enemies. Okay. And so I have this one hammer where if you smack it down, this huge wave goes and hits other ones, and then when you just want to okay. do your basic attack. You just smack on them. It's kind of like League of Legends, how you move around. Like you okay. just kind of like click and click to yeah. uh, damage other units. So it's pretty interesting. Well, it sounds like I need to buy like the first Diablo game, so I don't spend seventy bucks, yeah. but I can still enjoy it. I, I would just wait. It's it's going to be a game that's out for a while. It kind of it's a, I would say it's more of a single player experience for me so far, but it it is an MMO kind yeah. of. Okay. Like there are kind of you 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 whatever the map is. There's cities on the map where people can walk around, kind of like um, Lost Ark or New World. I don't know if you got into the New World I've was Amazon's known. MMO that I came out a couple years those, ago. No. It's kind of plays like that, but for the people okay. that know, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. So very, very enjoyable experience so far. The story is pretty cool, and I, I am enjoying playing as a barbarian right now. Fun stuff. Fun. Yeah, I think the last thing of like big news for us is the new Rocket League season. Yeah. Okay, Rocket League, I don't know what went wrong when you switched from season 10 to 11, but I feel like my ranks got dropped so hard. Because, like, <laughs> I won so many of my placement matches. Yeah. And then I got, like, three ranks down. I'm like, I was diamond one in twos, and now I'm plat two for no reason at all. Hmm. Why is that? I don't know. I've been fighting my way back up. I'm back in diamond and duos already, so it's fine. But 
yeah, new season of Rocket League just started. It's going to go till I think, end of August, and then it'll reset yeah. again for that season 12. Right. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. Anything gaming news related? Xbox had its state of play. I didn't pay too much attention to that. Yeah, they I'm had their to... showcase, but back to Rocket League real quick, yeah. just because I want to cover something. It seems it. like I, I, I heard somebody mention that when a new season of Rocket League comes out, it's not like, oh, here's a new operator. Oh, here's a new car, this or that, like how Siege would be like if a new operator drops or something. Yeah. It's like, well, here we go again kind of thing. You know, you just yeah. keep on going, but you lose all your hard work again. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, I think they added a new map. Which is pretty cool. I don't know what it's called, but it's pretty. It's pretty colorful. Because you know, there's there's so much diversity in Rocket League yeah. maps. Yeah, whole, whole map. Crazy. Yeah, actually, <laughs> there actually is though. I do like the night and daytime stuff That's, that happens. Yes, that is fair. But does when it rains in Rocket League, does that affect your slide? No. Okay. No. I that would be a crazy so. variable for pros or something like that. I would. Uh, that there's probably a mod pack for that. For sure. Where weather actually implements like I don't know, make the ball drop faster because the rain's smacking on it. I don't know. That'd be crazy. Ooh, ideas. the tiniest thing. Psionics, listen to our podcast. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We'll give you some good ideas. It'll be fun. So for the Xbox showcase they had for 2023, was that, was it a week ago or a couple days ago? I think so. It was pretty pretty recent. recent. Yeah. We're recording this on Tuesday, the 13th right now. So whenever it was in relation to today. I would say like a week or half week or something like that. I I, I don't even know. I think it was Sunday. Relatively I, I recent, know. I know. But, but that's that's when they dropped a lot of information about Starfield. Mm-hmm. But I think around that time, they also hinted at Star Wars Outlaws, um, another Fable installment to the series, really? Forza. I don't remember what the Forza There's a uh, new Fable game? Com- I'm, I'm interested in Fable. Yeah, I've never played any Fable. And then the last one that kind of draw my, drew my attention was some type of Persona game that's coming out. On so, Xbox. Something like that. Really? Okay. Some I type of new installment. That might be the first Persona game that comes out on Xbox. So I don't, I don't know much about Persona, Fable. Um, I don't really know anything about Forza either. But I, unfortunately, I get, I didn't get a chance to watch the showcase. But the, I just looked up some notes and and I got a couple notes down. Yeah, so. no, those are those are going to be some interesting games to watch for. I'm really interested in the Star Wars Outlaws. Me too. Uh, because you know, I really like the way they went with Fallen Order. I haven't played Fallen Survivor yet, but I'm assuming I've heard nothing but good things. So I think they're doing some good things in terms of expanding and world building and doing things other than the main storyline of the movies, which is very good. They need that with Star Wars. It's such a big franchise. Expanding and adding more options for people to enjoy and digest. Yeah. You know, I would think about remastering Force Unleashed. That's, that would be a good idea for this I, time period, I think. It's been long enough. Yeah. I think they could benefit from a remaster, or maybe you make a third Force Unleashed game. I don't know. I like Starkiller. I think Starkiller's awesome. I would love to see him in another game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I did not get a chance to play that Force Unleashed. There's there's two, right? Uh, Yeah, Force Unleashed for came PS2? out in... Force Unleashed came out on the Wii, the Xbox oh, wow. 360, and the PS3. <laughs> And that was in 07, I think. And then The Force Unleashed 2 came out, I think, two years after. So it was like 08, 09. Yeah, there were two of those. I don't know. I want another one. That's all I'm saying. What uh, if they did a third? What if they I, just continued? I don't know how they would. I never played might, it. I don't I, even know if it's possible, really. It's been so long that I honestly forget how the story kind of wraps up. And I shouldn't <laughs> I shouldn't forget how the story wraps up, but I, I do. And I'm going to be honest about that. But... I'm curious to see how they would revive it if they do. 
But yeah, I could I could see him going for a whole reboot as well. I'd like there's so many stories in Star Wars that I'd like to see in a video game. Be huh. great because like all we've gotten in the past like five, six years is you know we have Fallen Order and, Fo- and Jedi Survivor, but the Skywalker saga for Lego Star Wars is like the only thing else that's yeah. like, that we've gotten. Well, so. ba- the new Battlefront Two was pretty good. That's fair. Yeah, not not up there, but I feel like when the movie started to do bad, the game started to go up a little bit. A little so bit. I'm actually really excited for Outlaws because that might be a good pinnacle for, yeah. To, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to strive to for other Star Wars games. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the state I of gaming right now. That's the state of gaming, you know. We talked a little bit about our state of gaming, the world's state of gaming, you know. Oh, yeah, boy. The only Locking thing I really... The yeah, there's a lot going on. The only thing I really don't have that I would like to have is more information on the Elden Ring DLC. Mm. I don't know too much about that. I don't even know if they even talked about it. Maybe you know I'm missing something. Do you know when that comes out? No, I don't. Okay. I'm ex- very excited for it, though. I, I need to... You know, you got to hurry up and play all these games. You can go play another game before the DLC comes out. So you can hurry up and beat the DLC. And then when that's done, you go back and play the games you haven't played and then so on and so forth. So all these free games I'm getting off Steam and Epic. I have a backlog of like 50 games now I got to get through, which is just brutal. Yep. Well, time to go play Warhammer. See you guys later. Bye. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) There it is. That's fine. For real, though, this this has been episode 14 of the Gaming Goons podcast, kind of our state of play, our update. We are down a man, so it's been me and Joey holding down the fort. We appreciate you guys listening. Follow our socials. We're going to try and put some more reels up on Instagram and Twitter, and we're starting a Twitter, right? Yeah, Twitter is, yeah. Twitter is out. It is at the Gaming Goons pod. All right, so, at okay. the Gaming Goons pod. Twitter's up. We have Instagram. We have TikTok. Feel free to follow us. You know, like, Give us a like. Give us a review. Subscribe. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Uh, let us know how we can do better. What do you want us to cover? All that jazz. Fun stuff. And this has been episode 14, and we'll see you guys next time. See you.